Hey, this is Dr. Travis Ziegler, and today we'll be mapping dry eyes on the 15-minute matrix. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. I'm Andrea Nakayama, functional medicine nutritionist and your host. This is the podcast that brings you bite-sized insights and lessons on how to use the most important tool in functional medicine and functional nutrition. Today on the 15-Minute Matrix, I'll be speaking with Dr. Travis Ziegler. Dr. Travis is a passionate eye doctor who helps people maintain good eye health and end preventable blindness. He is the founder of I Love Cares Foundation, which provides exams, glasses, and sunglasses for those in need, free education, and scholarships for students that align with their mission. Dr. Travis, welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you about dry eyes, and I'm wondering if we could just start with a definition. What is a dry eye? Well, I could get the, the really nerdy definition that, that the dry eye workshop came out with, but <laughs> I actually don't have it pulled up in front of me, but it's pretty much uh, their definition summarizes a multifactorial disease of the front ocular surface of the eye. And it's where that front ocular surface has a bunch of inflammation. Mm. The homeostasis is off a little bit. It's got a salty type solution. And it's just inflamed and irritated overall from a patient standpoint. And so dry eyes is just where that there's a loss of homeostasis to that front surface and therefore causing a disruption in our patient or our customer's life. And so most people, if you don't know what dry eye is, that's a good thing. That right. means you probably don't have it. But if you have it, you know you have it and you know what it's all about. And what are the symptoms? What would that feel like? So one of the most common symptoms that we see in our practices, a patient will come in saying they feel like they have grit or sand in their eye and there's nothing there. They try to get it out and it just doesn't come out. So kind of like a foreign body sensation, but also burning, itching, even though itching tends to be more allergy related, it can still cause itching as well. Redness, where there's just like a watery discharge, your eyes are watering too much. Sounds crazy to say that you have dry eye, but your eyes are watering too much, but there is science behind that and the reason it happens. But yeah, burning, itching, redness, watery, you know, feeling like there's something in your eyes. That's the most common symptoms that we we notice with it. And triggers for dry eyes, is it in any way hereditary? Are you seeing certain conditions that usually there's correspondence of dry eyes? You know, the typical person that we treat in our in our online business is a, a postmenopausal female. So mm. our target demographic tends to be a 61 year old female, give or take 11 years, and that's that's about 95 percent of our clientele. And so it's very common in that because of hormone fluctuations, but it's very common to other diseases in the body that involve inflammation, which is, as you know, 95 percent of disease. Right. And so any autoimmune condition, your body attacking itself from because you're you're causing inflammation that tends to have a more dry eye component. Menopause, like we just talked about, if your hormones aren't controlled and they're fluctuating, that can cause dry eye and dry mouth and dry everything else. And then also, you know, your metabolic syndrome of high blood pressure, your diabetes, your mm -hmm. high cholesterol, again, all of this is inflammatory. So my wife and I think of dry eye a little differently. 
we rethink dry eye as being a symptom to an overall inflammatory disease state of the body, but dry eye itself is inflammation of the eye. And so if you have any inflammatory disease, then it kind of corresponds with dry eye or vice versa. Yeah, I like to think of signs and symptoms and even diagnoses as the branches. And we have to go back to the roots, those roots being the genes, the digestion, and of course, the inflammation that helps us see how do we address those branches. So as an eye doctor, how are you talking to people about those roots? Well, um, when we were in practice, it was very hard because you know, as an eye doctor in practice, seeing a patient one-on-one, you usually have 10 to 20 to 30 minutes max with the patient. And so to get into inflammation and how diet plays a role and how hydration plays a role and how your gut health plays a role in your dry eye is very difficult to do in that time span. So that's why my wife and I moved most of our stuff online. And so we have a a YouTube channel called The Dry Eye Show. Um, We have a dry eye book called Rethinking Dry Eye Treatment. And we put out videos to, to kind of keep people, to let them rethink their dry eye treatment into addressing the root cause. And so we go into diet a lot. So we try not to take too much away from somebody. And we may go into this more later, but we tell them to replace their breakfast with a green smoothie to really help out. And then how to drink more water because 80% of us are dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about like environmental factors as well. So I'm sure we'll dig into to much more depth, but did that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, it did. I, I mean, I was. I think one of the challenges I would imagine you would have is receptivity to diet and lifestyle modification. I always joke that diet and lifestyle modification isn't sexy because it's not the band aid. It's not the quick fix, right? It takes that deeper relationship. So I love that you found a different way to be an eye doctor who talks about those root causes and gets the message across. So yes, you totally answered it. And we get to go into some of those connections. Why a green smoothie for dry eyes? That's kind of like step two. We have a dry eye boot camp challenge that we, we put together. It's an eight to nine week program where we give you one small challenge every single week where it's a change in a habit or a lifestyle to really address the root cause and decrease that inflammation. And green smoothies is week two. And the reason we do a green smoothie is because breakfast foods tend to be so inflammatory in nature. You have bagels, waffles, pancakes, cereal, sausage, bacon. And so whatever you're eating for breakfast, even dairy, so like yogurt and things, um, if you're not buying the proper kind, that's going to cause inflammation in your body. So Instead of telling people to take a bunch of stuff away, like you can't eat that, you can't eat this, we replace breakfast with a green smoothie. And with that green smoothie, really, we, we recommend berries only, like blueberries and blackberries and strawberries mixed with some spinach greens or kale, whatever works best for you. I recommend kale if you're first starting out. And then that is just power packed with a bunch of antioxidants mm-hmm. that are just going to help scrub your body decrease your inflammation. And it really gives the, the the client that quick fix, like that, wow, this actually works. And so it motivates them to stay in the whole boot camp itself. So green smoothies are just so vital to just decreasing inflammation right away and getting your gut to return to normal and to start it to return to normal and then just decreasing that inflammatory food that most people start out with every single day. So when we're introducing the green smoothie, I love the idea that you're talking about here, crowding out those most inflammatory foods. Are there also 
benefits to the eyes in particular, or are you seeing that the inflammation, that root does just trickle up, so to speak, or are there things you're putting in there that are specific to the eye health? So I will say yes and yes. So um, <laughs> Perfect. The great thing about green smoothies is spinach. Leafy green vegetables are great for your, your macula. Your macula is your central vision. So when you're looking at something and you, you see 20-20 vision, you're using your macula. So all lights focused on the macula to see 20-20. And so leafy green vegetables are great for that back area. And your viewers have probably heard of macular degeneration. Mm -hmm. And that's where there's a degeneration of that central part of the vision. And so spinach and leafy green vegetables and colorful vegetables like peppers and carrots and everything, you've heard carrots are good for your eyes. Spinach right. is better. <laughs> Organic spinach is even better still. And so um, th those leafy green vegetables are really great for just keeping your macula and your retina health healthy overall. But then, like you said before, does the inflammatory cascade up? Yes. So like we're decreasing inflammation in the body via the gut and with these healthy fruits and vegetables that it's going to decrease the inflammation in the eye in turn. So it does do two things that we're looking at there. The, you know, the phytonutrients like lutein and zeaxanthin that are in spinach. And I always recommend organic spinach because it's like 10 times as healthy as non-organic. And then also we're decreasing the inflammation in the entire body as well. Beautiful. I love it. We really do have that trickle effect going on, that ripple effect that allows us to uh, address the problem we're experiencing, but go to those roots so that other problems are addressed as well. Are there any other nutrients that you typically think about for addressing dry eye? Yeah. So we talked about phytonutrients just briefly in that last conversation, and that's lutein zeaxanthin and astaxanthin and so there's a study called the age-related eye disease study called arids and there's lots of vitamins around it we actually have one ourselves but there's you know Bausch and Law makes some and and so do a lot of other people if you just look up a-r-e-d-s arids you'll find a lot of vitamins around it but lutein zeaxanthin and astaxanthin are found abundantly in the macula again and so those really help with that retina tissue that macular tissue to keep healthy and so ours is called the ocular health formula there's macular health formulas out there. Mm. Um, I think Bausch and Lomb's is just called Arids 2 or Occuvite. Um, and those are just, you're, you're, again, you're increasing your antioxidants, which are then going to scrape the free radicals and everything that's causing problems, and not only your eye, but also the rest of your body as well. And so I always recommend that if you want to keep your, your macula healthier, that you do take lutein, zeaxanthin, and astaxanthin. Is it necessary? No, you get it probably in enough foods, but... It's going to cause other health benefits in your body as well. And then omega-3s. So mm. a lot of people know that omega-3s are great for inflammation in general. Um, there's controversy in the, the dry eye world if it works or not. But the study that's out there that's kind of causing all the controversy, they did omega-3 versus olive oil. And they found that there was no difference between the two. But as you and I know, these are both healthy oils. Right. And so if you get them in the right form. And so both showed improvement, but there was no difference between the two. And so they, they automatically said omega-3s weren't beneficial for dry eye. But I disagree with the study. I agree with the fact that healthy oils are healthy for your body. Unhealthy oils are unhealthy for your body. And so omega-3, lutein, zeaxanthin, and astaxanthin are kind of the main nutrients that we focus on with eye health. Beautiful. You also mentioned hydration. And of course, so many of us are dehydrated. What kind of difference does hydration make for the eyes? I mean, it seems obvious, right? But 
what are you seeing occur? You know, it's funny, that's week three and everybody's like, I drink enough water and, and most people don't. And so we kind of give our patients and the people that go through our boot camp a kind of protocol for, for hydration because if you're not thinking about drinking water, you'd be surprised by how little you actually drink. And so what we recommend for the people that go through our boot camp is you wake up, you drink 16 to 32 ounces a day, whatever feels right for you because it's, it's a lot of water. And that gets your body moving. It, it boosts your metabolism. It kind of wipes away that brain fog. It just makes you start feeling really good. But then what we also do is we have them drink a pint of water before about 30 minutes before each meal. And what that does is it kind of fills you up a little bit, makes it so you don't overeat. And it, again, is making you hydrate. And then we encourage them to keep a bottle with them. And it's amazing to me that some of the people that think they're drinking a lot, when they start doing this little protocol, it's it's pretty simple that they're like, wow, my symptoms are gone. Like I, my arthritis symptoms are gone totally. and my brain fog's gone. And it's just like, yes, because your body is like, I don't even know the percentage of water, but it's a, it's a pretty, it's in the high 90s. I know that. It is. And the brain. Yeah. So just flushing, flushing so much. We forget that the kidneys, the adrenals, which are related to our hormone issues, that connection and that flushing. Beautiful. I love it. I like that you just reminded me because I'm in your uh, target audience range to uh, <laughs> hydrate a bit more. You also mentioned environmental toxins. Are there specific things that as time is ticking on in this world we live in that are increasing our susceptibility to dry eyes? You know, I, I love your matrix because it literally is like our eight-week boot camp in a, in a graphical form. Yeah. And it's, it's beautiful. So thank you for providing this. It's a beautiful picture. And if your, your viewers haven't seen it, they should definitely go look at it. So toxins are huge. And so we have toxins all around us in the air, in the water, in our food. And and just in our house in general. So we, we kind of focus more around the water ones, the food ones, and then the ones that are around your house in our boot camp. And the ones in your water, of course, you can buy our favorite filtration system. It's called a Big Berkey. It filters pretty much everything out of your water. And so you just get pure water. So a Big Berkey filtration to filter out that water and drink filtered water. Number two is food. Eat organic food only. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say they can't afford organic food, but you can't afford not to eat organic food. And it's because there are so many toxins in non-organic food that the bills you're going to pay in medical costs and cancer costs are a lot higher than if you just ate organic food in the first place. But as humans, we don't relate to that as well. And then finally, stuff around your house. And so common toxins in your house are your cleaners. And so you have bleach and you have 409 and all these nasty antibacterial and bleach cleaners that are toxic. And you're constantly exposing yourself and even your laundry detergent. You're wearing your clothes all day long. All the chemicals are getting absorbed in your skin. And so we recommend switching to a clean laundry detergent. We use Econuts. They're just little nuts that are grown in the Andes Mountains. And you wash your clothes in those and they suds up. And then in the dryer, instead of dryer sheets, we use wool balls. So mm -hmm. organic wool mine. balls like from a sheep. Yeah. Yeah. They last forever too. Yep. And so we just talk about little environmental factors there too. So I could go on for days about this, but I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've we've been all over the matrix and I love it. And we'll have a completed matrix with the episode at 15minutematrix.com. We'll also make sure we link to the show on YouTube and the boot camp. I have one final question for you, Dr. Travis. I know you do work outside of the U.S. 
And I'm wondering if you see a difference based on different eating patterns with the same symptoms. Yeah. So we do a lot of work in Jamaica. That's kind of the, the main area that we focus around. And the, the Caribbean in general, we do work around there and then in Latin America too. And there's just such a lack of education down there that, and as you know, it's a, it's an African population in Jamaica right? and they just, all of them have high blood pressure. All of them have diabetes. They all don't really understand the eating habits that are healthy to, to get away from those. And so the inflammation is just rampant down there. And bread is a huge part of their culture, sweet rolls. And so it's very hard to educate there because we're seeing two to 3000 people in a week. And it's, Usually here in the United States, we see about 2,000 a year to give you an idea. And so it's very fast paced. So, you know, we try to do as much as we can. We, we make handouts and everything to talk about healthy eating, but to, to try to pack education in a two minute exam that you, this is the only exam this person's going to get is the two minutes that you're with them probably in their entire life. And so really trying to educate them around that. The eating habits are so much different. There's so much more inflammation. There's so much more sickness as a result of just that lack of education and lack of ability to get educated. And so, yeah, we see it quite a bit down there. Thank you for that work that you're doing and the work that you're doing for all of us to illuminate these really important questions between our eye health and our internal systems. So good to have you here, Dr. Travis. Yeah, thanks for having me on. The 15-Minute Matrix is brought to you by me, Andrea Nakayama, and the Functional Nutrition Alliance. The 15-Minute Matrix team includes music by my son, Gilbert Nakayama, and production support from Renee Hunt, Natalie Merrill, and Christine Shook, along with sound production by Rowan Bradley. You can visit us and hear more episodes at 15minutematrix.com. And if you'd like to be notified each time there's a new podcast episode ready and waiting for you, please go to 15minutematrix.com forward slash notify. We'll be sure to drop into your inbox with a short reminder that a new episode is ready for you. You have an open invitation to email us. Please do. We'd love to know who you'd like to hear on the podcast and what you'd like to see mapped on the 15-Minute Matrix. You can email us at ask at 15minutematrix.com.